Hi, my name's Tim. And I'm Cassandra. Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the European, European Soapbox. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about spontaneity and planning. <laughs> and I only said that because Tim doesn't know how to say it. <laughs> um, I'm going to refer to it as being spontaneous. Uh, I'm not going to say whatever the, the S word is Cassandra can say and I can't. <laughs> so on to, I guess this topic kind of came up because we are both going on trips very soon, specifically for spring break. Um, Wait, so are you going anywhere for spring break? Kind of. I'm, okay. I'm going to the beach. No, right. yeah, whatever. <laughs> yeah. But we, we also have trips coming up later on. Like I, We have larger trips. Let's yes, put it that way. Yes. So we're going to talk about if you were dropped somewhere, do you would you rather have a plan? Or are you fine just kind of winging it? All into that. Rough plan? Wing it the rest of the way. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think it, for me, it kind of depends. So like at the beach... And like okay i'll be at the beach and that's yeah. kind of really chill so i don't really need a plan i'll just figure out my day-to-day things once i'm there on the other hand there are some things that i 100 percent need to plan meticulously example and so right now i'm planning a like four to five week trip around the country because my europe trip for the summer was canceled for obvious reasons um so with that i'm having to spend like hours upon hours of planning where we're gonna go where we're gonna drive where we're gonna stay if we're gonna camp what we're gonna bring and that's something that i 100 percent do not think i could wing if i was like okay five weeks ago locations and like driving stretches totally get it yeah it's a lot <laughs> i'd say for the first part when we're driving over so it's gonna take us about 30 hours to get to where we want to be I think that's like I a lot of like three sure. or four days. We'll just kind of do whatever we want on the you way. You need like a rough location where you're gonna stay. Yeah. Yeah, but like what you do on the way, that doesn't matter. Yeah, but once we're there, I mean, we definitely. I mean, we need reservations. So that's another thing that we can't really compromise. We need to reserve our campsite where we're gonna a be. a hotel or something like that. Oh, we're not going in oh, a hotel. Oh, okay. okay, but you need to reserve a campsite or like a place where you can Parking, spend the night. Parking. Yeah. Yeah. All of okay. that. I get that. Rough if, planning yeah rough planning. but then like the drive like or like where we're stopping for lunch or what we're visiting like oh, what museum we're doing oh there. no that's fine i, I can't do that really <laughs> if i'm going anywhere outside of north carolina where i'm not comfortable where i'm going i'm probably going to be more meticulous about my planning good for you are you nah really i i, I need to know where i'm sleeping and like rough thing of what i'm doing i feel like i get too flustered like when, the first time that i went to the beach and i keep saying the beach but it's just my That's friend's beach house yeah, yeah okay um i was so worried about where we're gonna go to lunch what what we're gonna <laughs> do for every day how we're gonna plan what to eat how many people are going all of that you would hate taking a vacation with me <laughs> oh. <laughs> i just i get so stressed out and now i'm just like okay well now i have the gist of things i feel more comfortable being a little more spontaneous and if we want to go take a drive somewhere if we want to go whatever yeah but it, it, i think it's all about comfort for me if i'm comfortable with oh. the place we're going we'll do whatever if i'm not i'm i think part of the beauty of going somewhere new is just being able to explore that place yeah but i feel like you need a little planning before and so if i drop you in the middle of i don't know like not utah uh wyoming <laughs> sure how 
I feel like you'd need some days beforehand to plan out kind of what there is. Because the no. day of, you might find out about 12 different things that you want to do, but they're on different parts of the like state that you And then you're like, like, all right, let's choose this thing that we're doing today. What sounds the coolest? I mean, yeah, really? Like, yeah. Okay, so I'm, I'm doing a Europe trip to visit grad school, possible grad school sites. Mm-hmm. And so I have a meeting with the person at a grad school or like at a university. But then like the rest of the day, I have like ideas of what I could do or like ideas of what I could see. But like, I'm going to do whatever I feel like doing that day. So the rough planning. Yeah. Okay. Like I, I have a, a meeting at nine o'clock. I have a hotel reservation or an Airbnb. I know which train I'm getting on there or like I about know which train I'm using to get there. Um, and like, that's essentially it. That's my, that's my element of planning. I guess that is enough planning for me. I think having a rough idea, but I have a friend who is planning their spring break trip in Puerto Rico and thinks that they're going to find like a hotel when they get there. They're landing and they're like, okay, we'll rent a car. When we get there, we'll get our Airbnb, whatever. And they're not doing any planning before. And I think I would go absolutely crazy if I were in that position. Okay, here's where I think the financial aspect comes in. Mm-hmm. If you plan far enough in advance, large expenses, accommodations, travel, it's okay. Because then you'll get good deals. Right. If you go the day of, you have significant higher expenses for that flexibility or that S Yeah. Okay, yeah. Spont- spontaneity there you go thank you thank you um that makes sense because like if you show up at a hotel and be like hey we need a room they're gonna be like all right 300 bucks a night and then you have to say yes because otherwise you're gonna have nowhere to stay right whereas you can like window shop if you're online like three months ahead of time and get like the 10 15 percent off exactly for like early bird discount right right (laughs) yeah which like rough planning Rough planning, big expenses, rest of it, leave it. I kind of agree with that. But even... Okay, quick question. Do you have like a spreadsheet you make before plan? Like Sometimes. Mm. <laughs> so like the trip I'm planning now, I'm because it's I have to plan reservations and how long we're going to stay where, I do think about, okay, if we're going to be staying in this place, I want to do six trails in the three, four days that we're going to go. And well, there are, some of them are small, some of them are big. Like there's one day where we're doing, I think, ten miles of hiking. Another day where we're only doing like four or five. Man. But I want to try to plan like so we're not doing ten miles a day, or we're not just doing two miles a day. Like I want to be able to do enough with a little bit of rest in between. And I feel like that takes a little more planning than okay, we're just gonna drop ourselves here and figure it out. Economist Tim coming out here. <laughs> um, there's this thing called opportunity cost, right? <laughs> So you have like, if you're doing something, it costs you like, what are the, the opportunity costs of doing something else, right? Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you're planning, you have this thing that you want to do. So you have this thing you want to hike four or five miles in Salt Lake City. I don't know, whatever. But then you like, if you just show up to Salt Lake City, you have no opportunity cost. Like you can always just decide like, I want to do this. You can, you can purely go off of what your preferences want. You don't need to be, or you don't need to feel like, oh man, I'm missing out on this really cool trail that I could be doing if I'm doing something else, like I'm going to a museum. And then you just feel bad and then you just feel stressed the whole time. And then you're like constantly worrying about this. And then like, that just doesn't sound fun to me. That actually very much explains what my anxiety comes from is I research all of the things that we could possibly do in a city. I mean, I do too. About- 
I've probably watched like 20, 25, 30 YouTube videos on like all these different destinations. Oh and I'm just like, oh, that looks neat. Okay, cool. Maybe I could do that. Huh, that might be cool. But like, I don't care where I eat dinner. Oh, okay. Like, so things like that, fine with. But it's the sightseeing things that I feel that I need to plan. I, okay, so I'm, I'm going to Berlin over spring break mm -hmm. to, to visit the Humboldt University. And there are certain like attractions in Berlin that I kind of want to see. And so, and in case I do end up studying over there, I want an idea of what possible neighborhood I could live in, right? Mm -hmm. So we're staying in one neighborhood that I, I would consider decent to live in. So by going to the hotel, we're sort of going to be like walking around and get an idea of the feel of the place, right? Then I'm going to the university. I have an appointment there. I'm going to tour the university, blah, 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 etc. I then think like, okay, I want to go to this neighborhood just to see like what it's like. And that's all my planning for that day. I think if you have the the big things you're going to do, the small things like lunch, dinner, breakfast, yeah. I feel like meals are a pretty spontaneous like, thing you can do. So I'm going to take a metro stop earlier to like get off of so that I can like walk to the university so that I can mm -hmm. also like see some of the attractions there. Like we're walking past the Brandenburg Gate, we're walking to the museum's island, like kind of just on the way. Like don't force it. Be like, I need to get to Checkpoint Charlie by 9.15. I need to get to the Brandenburg <laughs> Gate by 9.30. I need to see the Holocaust uh, Museum. I need to see the Holocaust Memorial. I need to do this museum. I need to do that museum. We need to be out of there in this. Like, no, no, that drives me nuts. <laughs> that that makes me feel so calm, like having a set schedule. And me, What happens if you end up late? I... You freak out. Yeah. That's terrible. <laughs> That's, that's so bad. I, I, I just can't do that. Like I've always had the mindset of you have to be 15 minutes early and that's on time. If you're on time, then you're late. If you're well, late, then... I have that too. Like I'm going to show up 15 minutes early to the to the meetings I have, but like, no, nothing else beyond that. Like, I like having a general... It just... It, having things planned makes me feel like I have control. And it's that mm. sense of non-control mm. that bothers me. I think me. we got to the real issue here. <laughs> Tim has lost all sense of control, so it doesn't matter to him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's probably true. But I mean, it, I think it's really important to understand what you're like traveling and to understand what you like doing. Like, if you want to plan, plan. I like planning with somebody who either... Is a planner. Is a complete planner to the same level that I am, or doesn't care yes mm. it has to be one of the two because either they don't care and i'm fine making all the decisions or they're a planner like me where i can be like okay we have xyz time open what do you think and we <laughs> have it filled if it's somebody who's like oh i want to do this but don't care about that then it makes it hard to kind of i don't know it, it makes it a little harder to figure things out totally get it totally so get it. i'm planning this trip with I, my boyfriend and he he has done a lot of planning. He's done a lot, especially with like the packing lists. He very good with that. But I'm doing a lot of the planning for where we're going to go. And I appreciate the division of labor <laughs> in that sense. I am planning my trip with my girlfriend. Mm -hmm. And planning with partners is always very difficult. Yes. Harder than friends. <laughs> Way harder than friends. Because friends, you could be like, no, nah, man, I don't want to do that. Like... And with partners, you sort of need to give them a space to, like, choose what they want to do. <laughs> yeah. However, because I am so spontaneous and I don't really care, if she has, like, a preference where she wants to go one day or, like, I found a cool restaurant or, like, I really want to go to this shop, like, 
Sure. Whatever. How is she? Is she a planner or is she spontaneous? She made me make a, a Google Docs that we have like outlined what we do each day. <laughs> if it was up to me, I would have one page of a Google Doc being like, this is the hotel information. This is the like, this is what train I want to take. This is the time I have that meeting. This is like that. Like very bullet point outlines like nothing else. I kind of like hers, but like having Of course detail. you do because she's more of a planner. No, but I love that. I mean... I would say my partner's the same as you. It's that like, oh, <laughs> rough outline of these are the things I have to do. And then yeah, that's that. And I always think traveling with someone that isn't exactly like you is really fun too. Oh, yeah. Like, of course it creates some conflict, but at the same time, like it pushes you a little outside of your comfort zone. Yeah, like there's some things that I'm going to go see on my trip that I didn't, not that I didn't want to see, but I wouldn't have seen unless they pointed it out. I, I would encourage you to work some free time into your schedule. I'm trying. I am trying. I have put a few rest days in there on there you purpose. Go. There you so. go. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think that kind of, it's kind of weird that they're like the opposite of me. But <laughs> with that, we hope you guys join us next week on the European Soapbox. This podcast is hosted by Cassandra Alvarino and Tim Fry. All music is produced by Till Iringer. That's T-I-L-L-Y-D-E-A-N dot W-A-V on Instagram. A special thanks to our friends, families, and supporters. The European Soapbox podcast reflects only the opinions of the authors and do not reflect the views of any affiliated and or mentioned organizations. We are students still in the learning process, so information should be taken with a grain of salt and not blindly accepted. The information is for informational purposes only and do not intend to serve as any recommendation. We do not intend to isolate anyone on this podcast and encourage diversity and differences in opinion. The European Soapbox stands independently from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill. The authors are the sole owners of the rights to the European Soapbox podcast. As students, we ask for the opportunity to grow and improve in our podcasting journey and progression as individuals. If you'd like to reach out to us, send us an email at europeansoapbox at gmail.com.